Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Slurds, welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 223. This is the poll list priorities. These are the priorities for the 26th of August, 2020, and I will also be going over the ever so valuable and important FOCs due on the 24th, for the most part. Uh, so, yeah, I'm here to make sure you guys don't get that FOMO. You guys aren't having to go to eBay and get the second-hand prices. Get them in your pull box. Get them discounted. Get them now, because I'm telling you all about it. So, uh, yeah, let's raise... I say, I say. Talking tongues here. Let's raise a glass to the books coming out in the future. <laughs> let's start with FOCs. Now, FOCs, Final Order Cutoff. These are the books due... Alright, so, once again, I'm going to have to explain this. Uh, you don't order these books by FOC, then these books don't get printed. Uh, if they don't get printed, there's a smaller chance you're going to get it, especially if you're not reserving it. You understand? This is how second prints happen. It's motherfuckers are lazy the first time around, and they don't get it until everybody else realizes that they want it and it's gone. So, uh, just save yourself the fucking trouble and get it the first time around. Uh, FOCs. Let's start with Vault. From Vault Comics, we've got, let's see here, Bleed Them Dry, number three. Bleed Them Dry is a vampire book, I believe. Hiroshi Koizuma, yep, probably said that wrong. Elliot Rawl, and uh, yeah, I'm going to say it's definitely a vampire book. Uh, more from Vault Comics, we've got Engine Ward, number three. I am subscribed to this book, but admittedly, I haven't really picked it up yet. <coughs> but what are you going to do, huh? Uh, it's on my pull list. Make sure you put it on yours. Pre-order it today. Um, let's see. Let, let, I don't know. Let's let's get a fucking little rundown here. As the Celestials gathered to discuss the reactivation of the ancient Golem, Golem, Virgo and Gemini consider their next move. Meanwhile, Creek's consciousness continues to blossom in surprising ways. And Joss gathers a crew for an expedition into the wastelands beyond a shantytown, unaware of the terror that awaits them in the ruins. That sounds like there's a lot going on there. Virgo and Gemini and Creek and Joss and a shantytown. Sounds like some people's to, to, to get to know. Um, I'll, I don't know, maybe eventually I'll catch up, but I have it on my pull list. I have the first couple of issues, or at least the first issue. Uh, Finger Guns number five is out. Two covers to choose from on that one. Uh, this one I'm definitely subscribing to. This is Heavy. Heavy number one. Max Bemis and Eric Donovan. I haven't read a Max Bemis book since his run on Moon Knight a couple years ago. Alright, so Bill may be dead, but he's got a job to do. Welcome to the big wait where folks who don't quite make the cut go to work off their debt. Everyone in the wait's got a job. Bill is a heavy whose job is policing the multiverse, making sure bad eggs get what's coming to him. He's on track to earn his climb and reunite with the woman he loves until he meets his new partner, 
the worst dude of all time. Heavy is the punisher for neurotics, inception for the impatient, preacher for, well, it's a lot like preacher. <laughs> How was that? Huh? How was that? That was my best Sam Elliott impression. This sounds amazing, man. It, it really does. It's Punisher and Preacher and uh, fucking... I, I, I get a lot of R.I.P.D. mixed in there. I have a feeling I'm going to be so fucking about this book. Uh, definitely all about this. couple of covers to choose from on there. Uh, both of them. Pretty fucking sweet. There's a devil dude. There's devil dudes. I, well, it's a lot like Preacher, they say. So, <laughs> I love me some Max Bemis, man. That dude fucking sold me on Moon Knight. And then Money Shot number 8 is due to come out. Alright, let's move on from Vault. There's a lot of Vault going on, guys. This is actually a big week. Um, big, big week for sure. The weeks have been pretty plentiful, I'm not gonna lie. A little bit from Valiant this week. We've got Bloodshot number 8. A couple of covers to choose from. If you're not reading Bloodshot, you are missing out on some Valiant fucking greatness. Because they, and by they... I mean, Tim Seeley and Mark Lamming are doing an incredible fucking job on this book. It's, come on. Unthinkable monsters are unleashing hell on Earth, surrounded by enemies who can bloodshot trust. There we go. There we go. Um, from Valiant, we go to Oni Press. From Oni Press, we got a few things coming out. We got Dryad number five. I'm not really sure what Dryad is, but it... Uh, yeah, it's Curtis J. Weeb and Justin Osterling. So, yeah, the Glass family find themselves in a boneyard of technology, a long-abandoned arcade-turned-apothecary. Can't believe I said that word right. Fighting to keep Valencia alive, but in order to do so, they're going to have to place their trust in the very same people they left for dead 13 years ago. Alright, I don't know what any of that means, but it's got a fucking elf-looking person on it. One might almost call it a dryad. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, yeah, revoke my nerd card anytime you want, guys. It's cool, I understand. Invader Zim Quarterly, number two. Let's see, it's a $6 book with three covers to choose from there, one of which is a secret, according to Previous World. And that's where I'm getting my information right now. i got to make sure i got to give a little bit of credit there. From Oni Press, we're going to jump on up to Keen Spot. Keen Spot, we've got the D-Ward. Number four, three covers to choose from there. The fuck is the D-Ward? Xander and the team fight for their lives as Jericho summons his final plan to get revenge on those that wronged him. If Jericho succeeds, the world could see an Armageddon of unimaginable chaos in this final issue. Oh, look at that. So four-parter coming to an end there. Hoya. Three covers to choose from. From Keen Spot, we go to Ahoy. And look at Ahoy. Watch Ahoy just throw this curveball at us. Billionaire Island, number six of the four part series. Yes, that math is correct. He tricked us. Mark Russell twicked us. Uh, I'm I, I'm totally having to fucking go through and try to track down a number one so I can just. Uh, I'm, I missed out on this, man. I love me some Mark Russell. I do. And this just sounds like. It's way too perfect. Uh, I mean, so perfect, in fact, that, you know, issue number five of the four-part series comes out here next week, and then issue number six is due for pre-order. It's good shit, man. Uh, let's go to Action Lab Danger Zone, and we have... Oh, we don't have much. We've got the Amalgama with all of their perviness, and Zombie Tramp with all of that perviness. Uh, it's just not... I mean, I'm, I don't say don't get it, but... I mean, it's just not my thing. I don't usually talk about it. Um, we're going to talk Ablaze. Ablaze, we got something kind of neat here. I have been digging the covers for Chimerian People of Black Circle. They've done some pretty awesome homage covers. So even when they're not particularly throwing down that awesome homage cover this week, there's still some amazing covers to choose from. So if you're into some crazy Conan shit, man, check out ablaze comics this week Marion people of the black circle number two let's go to boom studios let's go to the big indies baby we got faithless part two number four and uh one main cover and of course we got our connecting sexy erotica cover that they ain't gonna show me for five dollars there we've got firefly number 20 two covers to choose from so if you're a firefly flan that's firefly flan that's the only Firefly you're getting right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> salty? 
Jim Henson, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, number 11. A couple of covers to choose from there. So all you Jim Henson, Dark Crystal fans. Um, ooh, Once in Future, number 11. That's a badass... That's a badass cover, man. That motherfucker on fire! I'm really, really behind in this series, but it is on my pull list. It is pre-ordered forever. It was originally only supposed to be a six-part miniseries, and here they are advertising issue number 11. Uh, and last but not least from Boom Studios, we got Seven Secrets number two. So this is Tom Taylor action. The first issue went into three printings already. And here we are. Issue number two is coming out. I did read issue number one, and I don't fully understand it yet, but that's kind of to be expected from what's happening. Uh, it's, it's getting a lot of popularity and notoriety, so obviously there are other people out there that are clearly smarter than me that are, in, you know, understanding it and enjoying it, but... Um, I, and Tom Taylor I will forever trust, so I'm, I'm going to keep it going for sure. Um, that, and I love the artistic team there, man. Uh, Daniel DiNicuolo and, uh, oh, fuck, I forget the colorist name. Walter Biamonte. Bam. Off the top. Uh, Dynam... Nope. Uh, IDW. <laughs> IDW. IDW. We have Canto 2... The Hollow Men, number two of five. Make sure you get you some of that. Um, all right, we've got some Goosebumps. Goosebumps, Secret of the Swamp, number one of five. I am a massive Goosebumps fan. However, uh, I don't want to read any Goosebumps that is not R.L. Stein. One could call me a snobby purist, but that is what it is. And we can't say R.L. Stein doesn't write comics because he wrote comics. He wrote Man-Thing. You guys all hated it, which I thought was silly. It was different, but no reason to hate them and drive them out of ever wanting to write comics. And just think, we could have Goosebumps comics written by R.L. Stein, but mm -hmm. not to take away from Mariki Nikajomp. Nijikamp. Nijikamp. Yeah, I'm going to say that wrong every time. Not on purpose. More from IDW, we have Sonic the Hedgehog. Bad Guys, number one of four. A couple of covers to choose from there. Star Wars Adventures... 2020 number one all right two covers there transformers rise of the decepticons number 23 uh take your pick of two uh transformers galaxies number 10 couple there more transformers due by monday we've got transformers versus the tominata number four of four two amazing covers Wasuga Yojimbo, number 13. Uh, Voyage to the Stars, number 2. I did jump late on Voyage to the Stars. I'm waiting for that to come in the mail. I picked it up from Hooked on Comics. Uh, one of the amazing sponsors of this podcast. I caught them on the Tuesday show. Uh, uh, tune in Hooked on Comics on the Tuesday pre-sale show. Fucking 5 p.m. Eastern time. So you catch me in there for sure. You know I'm buying up all of the good indies that I just fly under my radar for whatever reason I miss. Uh, see, the thing is, is I have to turn in so many books that it's just natural for my dumbass to skip or accidentally miss something or look over something when it's time to, you know, officially turn in my list. So I do miss things. I am human. And that's what I go to Hooked on Comics for, man. And that's where I got my Voyage to the Stars number one. And I will have number two on my pull list now, because I'm doing it right. Uh, it's based off of a crazy, crazy popular comedy podcast, I guess. So, you know, you know. Uh, let's see. No, yeah, we do have a little bit of Dark Horse this week. That's a good sign. This is from the Umbrella Academy. We got You Look Like Death, Tales from the Umbrella Academy, number one. Two co three covers to choose from there. I really like the, the Pogo cover that c cover is pretty rad i like that who did that jordi belair oh yeah leonardo romero Oof, that's beautiful it's got some some swag to it uh yeah i might check this out why not i mean new umbrella academy how could you not yeah i'm gonna check it out it's super popular huh i gotta do that because it's super popular because that's what everyone says to do let's move on to image comics baby Alright, you know what? I'm not going to say this with giggling anymore. I know the in the previous podcast when I mentioned Big Girls, it was kind of out of... <laughs> Big Girls. 
Nah, dog. The, I, I checked out Big Girls, and not only was it my favorite thing that I read all week, it inspired me to reach out to Jason Howard and landed a, an interview with him that will be coming in the next few weeks, uh, so stay tuned for that. But Big Girls, do not sleep on this book. This book is fucking gnarly. And yes, it is coming from a dude, and if you don't know what that means, you'll understand after you read it, but fully on my pull list now. Fully. Um, continuing on, Die, 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 number 13. So more Robert Kirkman action. It's bloody, it's violent, I haven't checked it out. Goddamn Virgin Brides, number 3 of 5. So this is some some uh, Jason Aaron goodiness. Um, I'm, I'm waiting until the five-parter's all said and done, and I'll check it out. I forever have faith in Jason Aaron, for sure. He's one of my favorite writers of all time. But as far as the whole religion thing goes, I get pretty drawn out on that fairly quickly, unless it's a parody, like Second Coming or something. So that's that's kind of what has me hesitant on that. But I'll wait till it's all said and done so I can read it in its, in its entirety and digest it properly. Um, Headlopper number 13. I don't know what this is. Headlopper number 13. There's two covers to choose from. It's Andrew McLean. The hit quarterly fantasy comic is back with another big action-packed arc of extra-length issues. Evil forces continue to hunt Norgal and Agatha as they continue their quest of the fable Mulgrid's Stare. Look, It kind of has like this Adventure Time cover feel to it. Maybe, the, I don't know, it looks very Adventure Timey. But that B cover looks very like Ninja Turtles-y. Oh, it's Daniel Warren Johnson B cover. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ, that is amazing. See, that that cover gives me a complete different idea of what Headlopper really could be. Because the first cover is kind of cartoony and looks silly and fun. But the second cover that Daniel Warren Johnson did says, Fucking metal. Um, Outcast, by, uh, Outcast number 46 is coming out. Uh, Redneck number 28, I think I'm going to jump on this. I think I'm going to start adding this to the pull list because I was able to track down some of the early issues in an auction, and I think I think I want to get on Redneck. Um, maybe call me a Donny Cates fucking, I don't know. But I've been I've been a fan of Donny Cates from the beginning, so don't don't say I'm a bandwagon fan. But going through and wanting to read some of his more indie stuff after you know I've read God Country and it's incredible. So let's let's see what the fuck Redneck's about. I did read the image first, but I needed more. I needed more. So let's yeah. Um, Alright, this, this intrigues me greatly. Stillwater, number one, from Chip Zarsky and Mike Spicer. So Chip Zarsky is uh, um, writing and drawing, I would imagine, with Mike Spicer coloring. I don't know. Series premiere, nobody dies. In the town of Stillwater, that's not just a promise, it's a threat. Join superstar writer as they dive into a world of horror and intrigue in this new ongoing Skybound series. Well, that gave me absolutely nothing other than you may recognize these badass creators from other badass projects that you definitely have consumed if you're any type of uh, hardcore comic book consumer. So there we go, man. 1,000 trillion percent getting in on Stillwater. Do not miss this book, Brian. Do not miss it. I have to have it in my head. And those are the indies. Those are all the indies. Make sure... See, these are the ones that are most important. Most importantly, you get ordered an FOC'd, if you will. I'm going to use it as a, as a verb. Uh, I mean, right now, comics are being printed on a smaller scale than they ever have before. And I'm telling you, in a few years, what seems like a given now is gonna be harder and harder to find i'm telling you i'm telling you i'm telling you and i am not being paid by big comics to say that steve jeppy is not in my pocket i am not in his pocket we've never met don't know the guy uh if i had to guess i would bet he's bald that's just a guess uh but i don't know he just seems like somebody that would be bald but <laughs> yeah, my, my point is is order the fucking comics man order the comics early, especially the indie comics, but that's not to take away from what are the big two, and that would be, uh, well, Marvel and DC. So let's talk Marvel FOCs. Um, 
let's talk Arrow. Arrow number 11, apparently this is the reason why they did this is because the MCU or the TV universe or whatever the fuck has plans for these characters. So that's why this issue or this series exists because I've been wondering for about a year why. Um, but what are you going to do? Ah, let's see here. Amazing Spider-Man Sins of Norman Osborn, number one. This seems important. It's Nick Spencer. It's Federico Vincentini. Uh, Ryan Otley, Dopez cover. So what's going on here? The Sin Eater is leveled up thanks to Kindred, and his evil plan is working. New York City is on fire at its own hand. Ravencroft is under siege, and Spider-Man seems to be the only one who knows right from wrong anymore. He certainly can't look for help from Ravencroft's chief administrator, Norman Osborn, whose past will haunt both himself and Spider-Man. So Spidey calls his amazing friends Miles Morales, Spider-Woman, Goose Spider, Spider-Girl, and Madam Web in to help. The Order of the Web is born. Uh, okay, so this will be a first appearance of the Order of the Web officially, I would imagine. So for speculative sake, there you go. Haha. <laughs> Your boy helping you out, and there's uh, another cover price cover available, uh, variant cover available for that as well. I don't have an image for it. Uh, it's the Casanovas variant. So there you go. Um, Captain America number 23, two covers to choose from there. Both of them Alex Ross. It looks like Alex Ross is going to be doing some, uh, some variant cover artwork and some sort of theme. And... Uh, yeah, I know that there's a couple of them that actually look pretty decent. Usually Alex Ross cover art doesn't really fully do it for me, but there are a couple characters I just can't help uh, be attracted to when he draws. So, But his Captain America is pretty good in this one, for sure. So he's got both A and B cover on that one. Um, and there's also a, a C cover as well, it seems. Heroes at Home variant? Hmm. Uh, Conan Battle for the Serpent Crown, number 5 of 5. There's two covers on that one to pick from. Excalibur, number 12. I'm very excited for Excalibur. Excalibur, I mean, this isn't the spoiler part of the podcast, but the things that came to light in number 11 is sure to bring some badass shit, at the very least being set up even further in issue number 12. Or no, I'm not, I'm thinking of Marauders, my bad. I haven't been reading Excalibur. <laughs> I bet it's good, though. Uh, <laughs> I just botched that. Uh, Giant Size X-Men Storm number one. And Alex Ross. Oh, they're calling it the Timeless variant. Okay, Alex Ross is doing a dope-ass Timeless variant on that one. Alex Ross doing Storm isn't something I see every day. That looks pretty good. Uh, and there's also a Bartell variant on that as well. Uh, Hellions number four. Make sure you get your Hellions ordered if you're into that. Uh, Immortal Hulk number zero. Alright, so they're doing a number zero and a number 37 in the same week. So that's interesting. That's very interesting. Um, all about it though. Definitely ordering both of those. And the B cover on Hulk 37 is an Alex Ross Timeless variant. And it is... It's a good one, I'm not going to lie. Uh, they're they're very simple, but at the same, I think I like the simplicity with Alex Ro when he tries to be more simple. That's for sure. Um, there's actually three covers on that Immortal Hulk, by the way. Oh shit! See, I haven't seen a lot of solicitation on this, but part of me also, even though I'm technically supposed to be a part of the news and the media delivering shit, I also like my as a fan, I like to be surprised as well. So I try not to look too far into things until essentially, I mean me right now and a lot of times the foc is coming out it's just as new to me as it is me delivering it to you it's very rare i know or it's not a hundred percent of the time i wouldn't say it's very rare that i actually know what's coming out or what to expect coming out let's put it that way don't really subscribe to previews it's there i said it now being the uh the the iron man fan that i am let's see what's going on here we've got the foc due for iron man number one there are one, two, three, four, five covers to choose from. Uh, all of them look pretty amazing. There's a timeless variant, which is very suiting. Uh, there's a blank variant. This looks like the A cover is a wraparound. So Christopher Cantwell seems to be taking on Iron Man. And Cafu doing the art. 
All right. Um, I'm not going to read the intro on here because it clearly gives things away from the events of Iron Man 2020. Um, so, I mean, I get it's probably obvious of, you know, the, the things, but at the same time, I'm just not going to say it. I just know that Iron Man is starting with a new fucking creative team and I am beyond pumped. I think it's kind of cool that they don't, you know, yeah, sure, I'd love to see a Jason Aaron or a fucking Tom Taylor, a big, huge name on Iron Man, but not to take away, and, uh, but not, no disrespect to, for Christopher Cantwell, but at the same time, I'm fucking stoked for Christopher Cantwell to get to really have a shot at this. Um, I, this is, that's a beautiful fucking cover, man. Jesus Christ, that is beautiful. It looks like Alex Ross as well. I, mm, Gorgeous. Iron Man fans, rejoice. It is now. Order it soon. Uh, let's see here. Star Wars number six. Couple of covers. Uh, we got an Empire Strikes Back variant on that. Darth Vader number five. I'm loving the shit out of Darth Vader. Uh, two covers there. Uh, Thor number seven. Uh, yeah, if you're not reading Thor, you're just fucking obviously don't know what's going on in the world uh, and there's a dope ass Nick Klein variant on that as well let's see if there's any type of oh and there's a classified variant Aaron Cooter's doing the art on this one that's interesting alright let's see how he does lore something is wrong with Mjolnir and this is a poor time for the all father of Asgard to lose his primary weapon the golden city is in chaos after Galactus's ill time to visit and there are new threats on the horizon Thor needs his hammer now more than ever, and yet the Uru grows heavier with every passing day. What will it take for the God of Thunder to hang on to one of the most powerful weapons in the multiverse? Uh, is that Ant-Man? I can't tell. Is that Groot? Oh, there's a whole bunch of hands going on. That's Iron Man's hand, that's Spider-Man's hand, that's Captain Marvel's hand. Definitely Groot, so yeah, probably be Ant-Man. I'm fucking stoked on Thor. Thor's becoming one of Marvel's top books. Just everything Donny Cates does right now. So he's got Thor, he's got Venom. Uh, I guess those are his big two, huh? Yeah. Well, fuck. It's great shit. Um, da -ba -da -ba -da. Venom number 28. Speaking of which, couple of covers to choose from. I have no uh, details or description given to me on this one from previous world so that I don't know if that's saying something or not um, granted it is kind of early for this stuff to be up a lot of it's to be updated still but yeah uh, X-Men number 12 you're obviously reading X-Men right and then X-Men Marvel's snapshot number one more Alex Ross I bet you Alex Ross collected 75 grand from Marvel this month I'm just saying I'm just guessing I bet he, he, he got paid 75 grand by, by Marvel just this month it's that's ridiculous how busy that man is how can one person do so much it's it's insane insane <laughs> my mouse just died all right you guys may or may not hear clicking from here on god damn it all right so that does it for marvel let's go to uh dc and um in my normal dc sources are not up so now this brings me to blackcapecomics.com so shout out to you for being on the game on your game for getting me the uh the dc foc info uh now the dc stuff actually and you know, i'm not going to go on a big rant here because it's probably played out and boring to you by now but the dc foc stuff is due sunday not monday so keep that in mind um, yeah, I'm not going to get into all that this time. Just know that it's probably best just to get your orders in for everything on Sunday. You know, don't, don't wait till the last second. Don't be that guy. Or girl. Or, or, uh, furry or whatever you identify as. Just don't be that, that, that. You could be that. Just don't be that, that, that. You know what I mean? Alright, so <laughs> Aquaman number 63, it's rumored that Aquaman's coming to an end, I know the final arc is coming up, or an end to an arc is coming up, but right around the time of all these DC cancellations being announced, uh, it's, it doesn't, uh, there could be this, I don't know, towards the final issues. So Aquaman number 63, there's a Tyler Kirkham variant on that one. 
Uh, Batman number 99. Obviously, you're reading Batman. This is Joker War stuff. And Derek Chu is doing an incredibly kick-ass variant on this one. It's a cardstock variant, and it is Clown Killer. That's so ridiculously amazing. Um, Catwoman number 25. Honestly, the reasons to read Catwoman uh, are increasing more and more. Now Lee Bermejo's doing the variant covers on them. The cover A is, uh, the, by Joel Jones is phenomenal. So, yeah, I might be picking up both covers of Catwoman there. Admittedly, I haven't read an issue of Catwoman in the series, minus issue one. It's not that I didn't like it, it's just that I don't really feel that necessary for myself to read Catwoman. However, I do feel her important enough, or the run important enough, to have the complete run. But, uh, admittedly, almost all of them are the variant covers. Incredible, incredible artwork on here. Um, there's... Holy fuck. Deceased Dead Planet number one is going into a fourth printing, and the super, super hot artist Peach Momoko is doing the variant on that one. So honestly, I mean, not that Dead Planet doesn't deserve a fourth printing, um, but it, I think this is more of a reason for DC to start hiring Peach for some more stuff. Uh, Justice League number 53. Uh, a couple of covers to choose from there. Uh, awesome Liam Sharp cover A, though. Uh, Looney Tunes, 256. That's saying something, right? Metal Men, number 10. That's Dan DiDio's stuff. And close to the final issue of Teen Titans, number 45. It's going to end at 47. So get you on to the final arc, man, if anything. You know, it's subscribe to the final arc. FOCs, baby, and that is what's due by Sunday. Now, I'm going to take a quick break here, and we're going to get on to the books that you should expect to have in your pull box if you have been pre-ordering your books, or maybe you're just one of the lucky son of a bitches that has a um, local comic book store that still stocks books for their shelves. Uh, enough to where, yeah, <laughs> you feel comfortable having to wait and not pre-order, but still fit pay full price. So, uh, I'm going to get to those in just a moment. In the meantime, stay tuned. I'll be right back. Lit Gaming Arena. Coming soon. Alright, you little slurdy slurds, I am back. How you like that lit gaming, huh? How about that lit gaming? So, let's talk the books coming out next week. Um, yeah, hopefully you, you put them in your pull box, otherwise it's going to be a mad dash for sure. Big, big week. Uh, let's just go ahead and start with DC. Uh, some of you may have the opportunity to catch these books on Tuesday, but I'm still, I'm a purist. I'm still sticking with the, uh, it's coming out Wednesday format. So, uh, pardon my improper verbiage and what have you, but this is what it's going to be. So, uh, big, big, massive week for DC. We've got Action Comics number 1024. Uh, did you get the Lucio Perillo variant? I don't know. Uh, Amethyst, number five of six. God, I feel like it's taken forever for this six-parter to finish. Uh-huh. Batgirl, number 48. This is tying into the Joker War. There is an Ian McDonald variant there. Do I got a cover? Do I got an image? Do I got an image? Ooh, I do got an image. Oh, that's, uh... Who is that? Is that Joshua Middleton? Is that Joshua Middleton? Or is that... Is that Derek Chu? I think that's Joshua Middleton. It's hard to tell with this guy because he's got... Oh, fuck. Uh, I just exit out of the page. He's got incredible uh, fucking range. Incredible range. Let's see if I can uh, find this link again. Oh, can he find it? Can he find it? Can he find it? Am I here? Nope, that's not here. All right, God damn it! Is this it? Oh, oh, hit! This is it. All right, comics, 
comiclist.com. That's where I'm at right now. So thank you, comiclist.com. Uh, my bad for exiting out of you. So, yes, uh, that Batgirl is actually in McDonald. I just said that. That's fucking incredible. Batman Beyond, number 46. The Francis Mann pull covers have been stunning. And that one... Francis Manpool has that same type of uh, range that uh, I'm finding more in, like the Joshua Middleton's deal, uh, the the Kara Andrews, where you know it's just you got all these different types of styles that you use, and they're all incredible. And the Dan Mora variant ain't nothing to scoff at either. Uh, Batman Superman number eleven. There's a Jolie cardstock variant. Uh, what's this one look like? Yeah, that's, that's neato. Uh, Alright, this is the big one, guys. This is the big one. It's finally coming, or so they say. We shall see. Batman Three Jokers. Number one. This is a three-part miniseries. There's a bazillion fucking covers to choose from. I will say that DC made it very difficult with the stipulations for shops to obtain all of these covers, so I would not have high expectations for a lot of these covers being available. Uh, it's scary times right now, and a lot of these you have to order like a hundred of. It's it's fucking stupid what they made uh, shops do to be able to obtain all these covers. So, just saying. But there are a fuck ton to choose from. Uh, Books of Magic number twenty two is coming out. Uh, Death Metal number two and three are going into a second printing, so that'll be popping off. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, Dark Knights, Death Metal, Legends of the Dark Knights, second printing, variant cover. Cool, cool. I didn't pre-order that one. I'm going to have to... F Oof, that one might be tough to find. Uh, Detective Comics number 1026. The Libra Mayo cardstock variant. You know I'm all about, all about it. I'd be ordering both of them. Anything Libra Mayo does, I am so fucking about super underrated artist. At least when it comes to Batman, for sure. He's my favorite person to draw Batman. I, I there I said it. Libra Mayo is my favorite person to draw Batman. Uh, and wait till you see that 1027 variant. Whew, that 1,000 issues of Batman. God damn. Uh, Flash number 760. Inyak Lee did the uh, variant on that one. John Constantine Hellblazer, number 9. This is going to be the second-to-last issue before DC cancels Hellblazer. Uh, Justice League, number 25. Libra Mayho did a variant on that. Uh-oh. I fucking missed the pre-order on that. I'm going to have to go to Hooked On Comics for show. Jesus goddamn motherfucking Christ. Holy shit. Ah, oh, fuck. I exited out of it again. ha, 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 ha. I'm a fucking idiot. That that's that's insane. Uh, that was insane. I I can't believe what I just saw. Uh, holy shit. Uh, now I can't fucking find the. Oh, there it is, right at the top. <laughs> Stalling. All right, back to the page. Uh, Justice League. Nope. Last God number eight. Uh, yeah, this is some black label stuff. I didn't really jump on this black label book because I don't really know what it is, he said with such ignorance. But that's, yeah, $5 black label book, prestige format. You can, I don't know, I just fucked up. Don't judge me. Legion of Superheroes, number eight. Dustin Nguyen did the variant cover on that. Uh, Plunge, number six of six. I think this is all of the uh, fucking Hill House comics at this point. All wrapped up. I think Plunge was the last one to come out, and this is the final issue of it. Two covers to choose from there. The variant by Gary Frank. Uh, question the Deaths of Vic Sage, number four. This is uh, uh, Jeff Lemire, and I want to say it's is it Andre Sorrentino or Bill Sankovich? Sienkiewicz, one of, I don't know, I can never, uh, whatever, it's, it's an incredible thing that I have, but I haven't been reading, I'm gonna read them all when it's all said and done, because admittedly I don't know much about the question, so when there's a character that I don't know a whole lot about, I want to kind of digest it all, that's how I felt about Mr. Miracle, that's how I'll be doing the Adam Strange, um, so that, and that's how I'm gonna absorb my question, so there we go. Uh, Red Hood Outlaw, number 48, Philip Tan variant on that one. Suicide Squad number eight, 
Jeremy Roberts has been killing it on the variants for Suicide Squad, and Suicide Squad is my favorite DC title right now that's going to end, uh, unfortunately, at issue number 11. Uh, Teen Titans Annual, number two, is coming out. And wrapping up DC's books for Wednesday slash possibly Tuesday, uh, Wonder Woman number 761 and Joshua Middleton did the cardstock variant on that. So there you go, a fuck ton of DC books next week. It's almost like they're trying to dump everything and make a fuck ton of money before, uh, yeah. Huh, what are you going to do? All right, so <laughs> let's go to the new books, man. Let's go to the books scheduled to release on the 26th for the rest of the world. Uh, let me get to my notes here. I do believe we're stalling with Vault because uh, that's how we normally do it. Yes, yeah, save, 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 save. Sorry, I'm stalling and doing stuff. All right, yes, Vault's Vault Comics. We have Engine Ward number two. Couple of covers to choose from there. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, it's on my pull list. We'll, I'll get around to it eventually. Some awesome horror action from Vault. We've got Plot number six. Once again, it's on my pull list. I read the first issue. I dug the shit out of it. Uh, but it's it's not really a priority read. It's something you know. It's I'll have it in my collection for a rainy day. I'm happy to have it. It's you know I'm just not reading all of it right now. You know, yeah. Uh, excuse, 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 excuse. From Valiant Entertainment, we've got Doctor Tomorrow, number five of five. Um, yeah, I'll be reading this one eventually in completion. It's been on my pull list, and I haven't really touched it. But and Valiant, I trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two covers on that one. Uh, we're going to go to Titan Comics. From Titan Comics, we've got Blade Runner 2019, number nine. Uh, four or five covers to choose from on that one. So Titan trying to really sell the shit out of that book by putting out some, some very uh, varying awesome, cool covers. Uh, Source Point Press, we've got a number one. All right, Bug Bites, number one, from Corinne Roberts. Children have been going missing in a quiet, idyllic town. For years, no one had heard an explanation until Jolene found her grandmother's cookbook and the desire to find her best friend Simon before it's too late. From the wonderfully weird mind of Corinne Roberts comes Bug Bites, a miniseries about the bug-eat-kid world existing beneath our feet. That sounds interesting. I'm gonna have to check that one out. See if I can find it late. I don't think I subscribed to it. I probably one of the ones I missed, but I am interested in that. Right, let's go up to Oni Press. From Oni Press, we got Kaiju Max Season Five Number Four and uh, Rogue Planet Number Four. So this is some Cullen Bun horror. For whatever reason, um, I don't have Number One, and it's really weird. Uh, number One never showed up to my LCS. I've had two on. But because I, ha I because I don't have number one, I haven't started it obviously. And uh, yeah, yeah, we were just shorted and never never got the fucking reship. It's kind of a bummer, dude. I really wanted to get into that. Uh, let's go up to Ahoy, Ahoy there, Ahoy Comics. Where you at? There you are. Uh, Billionaire Island number five of four. Like I was saying, the fucking cover. Come on. Uh, Mark Russell brilliantness. Billionaire Island barrels toward a devastating climax. Whether you're building a playground for billionaires or creating a chemical that might destroy half the population, you never know what might be your undoing. Every Ahoy comic also features extra pro stories and illustrations. Um, yeah, man, I'm... Fuck. Come on. I, I, really, I really regret not adding this to my pull list. I really, re really, really regret that. Uh, let's go to Aftershock. Aftershock Comics, we got a couple here. We've got God Killers number five. This one's been on my pull list. I read number one, and I was super weirded out. Uh, I'll, I'll get around to it, though. Uh, the, the art is incredibly uh, hmm, visual. Let's put it that way. Uh, and, oh, yeah, uh, some great stuff here. We've got The Man Who Fucked Up Time number five. Uh, I had Carl Mostert on the podcast to talk all about it. Um, I've had John Lehman on the podcast. We talked all about it. This, this is it. 
this is the final issue, and uh, I believe this is the final issue. I think it's just going five, but I, I this is great shit, man. Don't sleep on the man who fucked up time. If you have the ability to go through and pick up back issues, do it. Do it now. Uh, Action Lab, Danger Zone. We've got Sweetheart number four. Another awesome low-key fucking horror book, man. Number one and number two, mind-blowing. Uh, I'm going to read two or three, four, and five all in a binge and, yeah, just absorb it that way. I'm, I'm digging the shit out of Sweetheart. It's one of my favorite mini horrors going on right now. And, uh, oh, I was going <laughs> to, I was going to say something bad. Uh, continuing on. <laughs> a mini horror. Uh, boom! Boom Studios. There is Angel and Spike number 13. Two covers to choose from there. Actually, there's three. I lied. Ghosted in LA is wrapping up uh, with their 12th issue in the 12 part maxi series. Couple of covers to have your pick from. Uh, let's. Ooh, I gotta do a little filter in here. There we go. Uh, oh, this is a good one, eh? Fucking Mega Man fully charged. There's a billion covers, bunch of incentive covers, awesome covers, good shit. Mega Man fully charged from Boom. Gotta love it, baby. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 53. Two covers to choose from. One of which is the uh, the Montez foil variant. The old White Ranger, old Saba. Is that his name? Saba. The the little whatchamadingy tiger thing. Uh, sorry. And Wicked Things, number four. A couple of covers there. And wrapping up, boom, there is Wind, number three of five. Don't miss out on Wind. Uh, good chance that it's going to get picked up from the boom first look, what have you. It's James Tiny in the fourth, and come on, you know what's up. I'm going to talk a little bit of Dynamite. There's some Betty Page, number two. Bunch of covers to choose from there. Uh, the Boys, Dear Becky, number four. There is... Let's see. Three covers to choose from. No FOC variant this time. A book that I'm super fucking pumped on. It's more John Lehman greatness. I'm not a huge Red Sonja fan, but I do, do love me some Mars Attacks. I take that back. I'm not a huge Red Sonja from Dynamite fan. Um, I like Red Sonja from Marvel. I'm just not a Dynamite fan. Of uh, more, more sexualized than I think she needs to be. I'm not a huge fan of sexualized characters. But Brian, isn't your favorite female character fucking Poison Ivy? Yeah, 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 so what? But that was it. That's where I draw the line. She was the first one. Uh, but yeah, a uh, billion covers to choose from on here, but it's John Lehman, guys. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I definitely prescribed to it. <laughs> you said that word wrong, Brian. Uh, IDW. From IDW, we've got Kanto Part 2, The Hollow Men, number one of the five-part miniseries. I've had Drew Zucker on. I've had David Boer on. I love this fucking series. Don't sleep on Kanto. Just don't do it. Uh, Lock and Key and Pale, and Pale Battalions Go, number one of a two-part ultra miniseries. Uh, cool. Sleeping Beauties, number three of ten. This is Stephen King's stuff. I did actually subscribe to this one late, but I... I have it. I'll I'll eventually get around to it, but the premise sounds pretty gnarly. It sounds pretty gnarly. Um, and uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Well, number 108, the ongoing. There's an A, and there's an Eastman B. Gotta fucking love it, eh? Uh, no Dark Horse again, sadly. We do have a bunch of awesome fucking image this week, guys. We've got Black Magic, number 13. Not really reading Black Magic, but it is part one of a uh, new arc. No, I'm sorry, part two of uh, an arc. There we go. Ascension 1, part two. It's Greg Rucker. It's Nicholas Scott. There you go. Bliss, number two of eight. I had Sean Lewis on the podcast. Fucking totally stoked on Bliss, man. This is an eight-parter you're not going to want to miss out on. Caitlin Yarsky, you know, teaming up again after Coyotes. It's good shit. Bomb Queen Trump Card number one of a four-parter. This is Jimmy Robinson working all by himself on this one. So this is probably going to be a pretty polarizing or divisive book. It's 2024 and a supervillain super villain Bomb Queen wants to stop Donald Trump from becoming president for life. Her plan? Campaign against Trump, steal his voter base, and lay bare America's dark underbelly in the process. 
Bomb Queen returns after eight years in a brand new series featuring the all-explosive satire and twisted fun her fans have come to expect in other words. Okay, it's pretty much guaranteed to offend everyone. Well, if it's going to offend everybody, I'm all about it. Because it's all got to be equally offensive, guys. Uh, I actually did... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did uh, throw this on my pull list. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what this is. I don't know what Bomb Queen is, but I like anything that makes fun of all of politics without um, fucking uh, leaning one way. Because that's, that's how I roll. I make fun of it all equally. Uh, probably my new favorite thing ever in comics, Chew. Number two is coming out, so I gotta love me some of that, man. More John Lehman greatness with Dan Boltwood. It's just, come on. It's, uh, Chew. Dead Body, yeah, Dead Body Road, Bad Blood, number three of six. We're about halfway through this return miniseries. Uh, Family Tree, number eight. This is more Jeff Lemire and Andre Sorrentino. No, Phil Hester action. I dug the shit out of the first issue, and for whatever reason, I don't know why I didn't continue it on. I just, I think I forgot to add it as an ongoing. I just added issue one. Note to self, never just add issue one of a Jeff Lemire series. You will want it all. Uh, Philadelphia number seven, baby. Oh, yeah, there's studios talking with Rodney Barnes, and he's already a big-time movie producer himself, so he knows what the fuck's up. We're starting the second arc here. I do have all of Philadelphia in my pull list. I love the fuck out of Philadelphia. Get you some Philadelphia. Is it still Sean? Yep, Jason, Sean, still Alexander's still doing this shit. And a Scotty Young variant to boot. Uh, Nailbiter Returns, number four. So there you go. In continuation of the, uh, the old Nailbiter. I think this is just a mini-series. Nomen Omen, number 8 of the 15-part maxi-series. There's two covers to choose from there. Three covers to choose from there with the Pride Month variant. A little late on the draw there, but that's to be expected with how late everything else is in the planet. Uh, Spawn, number 309, baby. There's three covers to choose from, the A being a Matina cover. So I'm making my life easy there. Uh, don't s fucking sleep on Spawn, guys. I mean, it's kind of a given, essentially, but... I know I don't talk about it a lot, but goddamn, is I think it's a staple to have in the collection. I've got my 1 through 50 pretty much complete, and I'm going to chip away, uh, you know, 50 issues at a time for there. Now, I have done some really stupid things, and on my auction show, shameless plug, I have gotten rid of some really fucking hard-to-find spawn issues. Uh, I won't be doing that anymore. I'm going to continue to add on the spawn. Keep working my way back while continuing to push forward as well. Uh, and getting as many variants as I choose to afford. <laughs> I'm, I'm finding myself that I'm getting double of some of these variants now. Uh, Stray Bullets, number 42. That's continuing on. That's awesome. Tartarus, number 5. This is some Johnny Christman, Christmas goodness there. Fucking two covers to choose from. Uh, it, I, I read the synopsis, and I'm going to just come out and say it. It sounded a little too smart for me. The people that got into the book I knew were way smarter than me as they were uh, describing it. But for I'm not uh, saying, you know, I fucking don't get it. I, I, I just... Uh, I, here's the deal. When I say it's too smart for me, what I mean to say is I absorb a lot of vastly different material in short periods of time. So uh, when things are super, super smart, I'm not saying it's impossible to digest or comprehend. I'm just saying a lot of times I have to dedicate a little bit more time to that to really, you know, like wash my palate, if you will, before going into that. And I don't always have the time to go into things with a perfectly clean palate. So that's, that's just kind of where I'm at on that. That's what I mean when I say it's too smart for me. Um, that, uh, that and I'm an idiot. That taxes, that taxes, see, that taxes, blood number three. I did go through and I tracked down issue number one. Um, I will j be adding this to my pull list. Uh, I don't know, I haven't really heard much about it. It just sounds like something that has a lot of potential. And to wrap up, uh, Image and the Indies coming out on Wednesday. I know it's been a, a fucking earful this week, guys. We've got Unearth number seven. So, let's dive into the big Marvel books. The big Marvel books. Let's wrap this motherfucker up, baby. Uh, we're wrapping up all of the Iron Man 2020 event, as well as it should be with uh, Iron Man number one on the FOCs. Mm -hmm. um, 
Forceworks 2020, number three. This is Matthew Rosenberg greatness. I've loved Forceworks. Uh, 2020, I Wolverine, number two. First issue was bonkers, crazy, awesome. I have a feeling uh, that these issues, this this X Wolverine or whatever the fuck they call him, I, I forget what they whatever uh, his his code is, but whatever this version of Wolverine is, this is gonna be a thing. I, I don't sleep on this stuff, man. Don't sleep on it. Is a was that a Daniel Warren Johnson variant? That is. That's really simple, but at the same time, that's fucking metal as fuck, dude. God damn, is he so metal. Uh, Arrow number 10, be popping off yo. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 47, there's a Mark Bagley variant. This is the Sin Eater stuff that we probably, I probably should be reading. Of all the arcs out there, all the Spider-Man stuff, it sounds like this one's going to actually have some weight to it. Um, an annual that I'm very excited about. It's not very often I get super pumped on annuals, but this is the Daredevil annual number one. This is following uh, Matt Murdock's brother. This is a solo story. What is it? Fucking Marty Murdock? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't say. It just says one more day. Come on. You're gonna give me. You're gonna give me more of that. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's following Matt's brother. Solo story. Uh, possible key issue, but still gonna... And it's Zarsky writing it, so it's gonna be good. Um, Empire Avengers, number three of three is wrapping up. There's a couple of variant... Or just another variant... Two covers to choose from total, it seems. Empire Captain America, number three of three is wrapping up. Uh, we've got the Fantastic Four Antithesis, number one of four. There's an R. Adams variant. Uh, and an Ed McGinnis variant. Cool, cool. This is actually one that I'm going to skip. I don't really have a whole lot of investment into this one. I like the Fantastic Four and all, but not enough for me to have to go through and check out uh, what if... Oh, well, here, let me just give you the... First full-length Fantastic Four story ever illustrated by classic creator Neil Adams. An unstoppable meteor of unknown origin has just erupted from hyperspace, and unless the Fantastic Four can find a way to stop it from hitting Manhattan, millions will die. So, key word for me there is Neil Adams. I just don't like the guy as a person. He was a stinky poo-poo butt face to me. Uh, and I, I always... Yeah. Uh, Ghost Spider number 10. Cool. That's still going. Marvel didn't change their mind there. Hellions number three, that's continuing on. Uh, all right, my most anticipated book of the week, the finale, the conclusion to Iron Man 2020. This is issue number six. Uh, one, two, three, four covers total. There's the Bianchi connecting variant. There's the Ron Lim variant. There's the heads variant. The helmet is now complete. And there you go. Spider-Man Noir, number three of five. They're having no problem cranking this book out now. Uh, Star Wars Dr. Aphra, number three. Uh, if you have the chance, these variant printings on Strange Academy have been blowing the fuck up. So the third printing, the Umberto Ramos version, variant, I mean, not virgin, version, but I didn't mean to say version either. Uh, yeah, there you go. Third printing of Strange Academy, number one. Uh, the fourth printing of Thor, number two. I heard a first printing of Thor, the other Thor, number two. Not even the first Black Winter. Thor, number two, went for 80 bucks on eBay the other day. That's fucking nuts. That's nuts. Ugh. Um, X-Factor, number two. Uh, cool, cool. X-Men, number 11. You're obviously reading X-Men. I don't have to remind you, but maybe I do. It's coming out. Get excited. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a Kubert variant on that one and to wrap it all up X-Men God Loves Man Kills extended cut number two two variant or two covers to choose from there so there you go slurds that does it that does it I hope you have been informed reminded enlightened uh, talked into I don't know I hope this podcast has done you some good I have lost my voice I can honestly say this is the third show that I've recorded today. I've been a recording beast. I've been a non-stop talking buffoon. Uh, Mountain Dew, you really need to sponsor me, bro. You really need to sponsor me. <laughs> Even though it's the Cheers to Comics podcast, it's not about the booze, man. It's all about raising a glass. Cheers is just kind of a, a way to do it. Here I go rambling again. So, uh, you know, if you have been informed and you know, you, there's something out there that you didn't, you're going to pick up that you didn't before, 
um, I'm not ashamed to say that you owe me a thank you. And uh, leave a five-star review is all I mean. Leave a five-star review, say thank you in there, check out all the other reviews on Apple. There's a lot of other people saying thank you, holy shit, I wish this existed more, or, or sooner, and blah blah blah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, tooting my own horn, guys. These Apple reviews, though, it's not just for my ego, it is for the state of the podcast. It helps in the algorithms, and anywhere you can leave a review, you know, Podchaser and Stitcher is awesome. Uh, leave comments on Podbean, wherever you, you know, you, you can leave feedback, but Apple iTunes is the overlord, uh, so let's, let's make this work, man. Um, and if you really, really, really love me, which if you made it this far, you probably at least two reallys love me, uh, <laughs> uh, head on over to Patreon. Uh, I've, I've got some videos stashed. I'm, I just realized that I can't fucking show these. Uh, Patreon doesn't just let me upload videos. <laughs> uh, I gotta leave links and stuff, so I'm trying to figure out technology. But I got some cool videos of some stuff that I've never been seen. Some interview, the video versions of interviews that I've never released before. So show me that you love it. Let me see some new patrons, and yeah, I'll figure out a way to make it work for you guys. Uh, I'll make it worth your while. There's cool stuff. Cool stuff for sure. So I urge you to stay safe. I love y'all. Y'all fuckers, read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. I said fuckers twice. Cheers, fuckers. Again. Hi, uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics Podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics Podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics Podcast.